Welcome to the Voice of the Force podcast for Ahsoka. My name's Dan, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Noma. Hello there. And Ed. Hello, hello. How are we doing today, guys? We are doing. We're moving. Yeah, pretty good. Awesome. Yeah. Happy what? Thanksgiving to everybody out there who's listening in Canada. Yeah, yeah. Thanksgiving <laughs> Canadian Thanksgiving. We have to be a month early because we're special. <laughs> I don't know why it's different. There must I mean, be a we reason. We still have to wait for Black Friday. So yeah. yeah, I am pretty sure it is just to differentiate ourselves. Probably like the same way so. that Canada Day is like three days earlier. Than- <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just happened that way, we swear. Ah, that's weird. I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> we're just there. All right. <laughs> But we're not talking about holidays. We're talking about Ed. We're talking about the holiday of Ahsoka that's going to be happening for the unseen future now because they're on holiday and not having to deal with the. I'm kidding. No, (laughs) we're talking about Ahsoka Part Eight: The Jedi, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. I mean, the Warlord. I love that. It just it rolls so well, and I love it. All right. You see a lion, a witch, or a wardrobe. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yes, we're going to be talking about what happened in this episode. This was the finale of the first season of Ahsoka. So what may happen in either season two or upcoming seasons, or if they do what they did with Mandalorian and kind of cross things over a little bit. So if, if somebody happens to show up in another series or something like that, we can make our thoughts about that. And if we spotted any Easter eggs in this episode, which I believe there were quite a few, um, how many did we find? What were they? What do they relate to? And if mm-hmm. we miss something that you've seen, just as past listeners have called, well, I mean, called in, I like to say because it's radio, but like, you know, they've left us voicemails and shared their thoughts. If you'd like to do that too, please, please get in contact with us. There's many ways to do so. And Noma's going to give you a quick rundown right now. If there's anything that you do miss, please, please stay tuned until the end of the episode where we will repeat these for your pleasure. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, as always, one of the easiest ways to contact us is our website, which is voiceoftheforce.com. We've also got our email, which is connect at voiceoftheforce.com. Uh, on social media, we're on Twitter, Instagram, and threads. The handle for all three is at voiceforcepod. As always, retweeting and reposting our new episode tweets does help with growing our listener base and is very much appreciated. And you can listen, rate, review, follow, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and all major podcast platforms. Reviewing us to five stars in a comment helps with visibility, and you can subscribe for free for the latest episode as soon as it releases. Uh, now that we're at the end of that, as always, it's time for me to plug our Twitch channel. Uh, that is twitch.tv slash voiceforcegaming. Uh, we are slowly but steadily growing, and uh, absolutely thank you, thank you, thank you for everyone who has been following us. Uh, it's been a lot of fun, fun, uh, happy, sad, all the emotions in between. Um, if you're interested in following any of those, we've got two uh, regular streams, and those are Tuesdays at 10 p.m. EST, uh, that is me and a VTuber friend of mine, a Roomba friend, who are streaming co-op games together. Uh, we have recently been doing uh, Baldur's Gate. Uh, if you would like to see that and our newest episode in which I got very salty at the end, um, you can either watch those as they come out or we'll have the VODs up for about a week and any clips from any fun parts uh, that uh, you know, I really thought were enjoyable, especially now that the audio issues are finally fixed, which was very annoying. Um, but yeah, all I'm going to say is I hate, I hate GIF. 
Is it a little? Did you did you just kind of dribble the salt out of the shaker? Did it come? The, the oh no, it was it was fell full, off. It was full blast because there's a certain conversation. Ed probably knows what I'm talking about near the end of part one, um, where we did all the things that I had done in my other campaign or in my personal campaign to have it succeed. Brought Lazel along, passed a charisma test, and then I fail. I guess somehow we failed just a passive deception roll. So they that got, they didn't they just immediately didn't believe us. Oh, and then uh, the combat started and we got our asses kicked. And it was yeah, because like, that encounter is not fun. Yeah, and I was like, oh, thank you for having One, the entire two, three exactly four, five. Yeah, and and it was so literally just killed our whole party. And I was like, oh cool, thank you for uh, making the dice roll that decides whether or not we actually fucking pass the conversation. Because why give me a charisma test if it's not going to actually matter? Yep why not just make me roll the deception? What does it matter at this point? Uh, so I was very angry at the end of that. Um, I didn't even know that was a thing because I guess... Really? I, I need to mind. watch this. Oh, wow. <laughs> just, okay. it, see this it was moment. just... It, well, because it was like, what the fuck? Like, why Why am stupid. I Why am I rolling? Why, why am I rolling if, if you're going to roll and figure see, out if I pass this or not? No. I went there with the intention to fight. Mm. So I had... I was okay with... I wanted to fail it. But understandably, okay. if you do, if you do just be not ready for that encounter, you just don't want to do it for whatever reason. Because you still get the XP either way. Yeah, exactly. That just kind of so. sucks where it's just like, oh, yeah, I don't. And then there's, an, there, and then there's a history fucking check as well. Or an, uh, there's a, a wisdom check. Yeah. Or something oh, like yeah. That. So that, that one I passed to be like, oh, he's not going back to the thing. Yeah. And it was like, oh, thank you. Ah, cool. Yeah. Can I use this in a conversation? No. Awesome. Congratulations! Yeah, I, I'm I'm not a fan of of passive check rolls. Yeah. yeah, in RPGs in general, so that just that was very annoying. But anyways, you know, we'll try it. We'll try it again. Uh, That's we'll how intense these Twitch streams can get. You got to tune in. <laughs> it was exactly. great with the room Speak, of friend on there too. <laughs> it, it was interesting. Um, but speaking of intense, uh, we also on Fridays at 6 p.m. EST uh, do I will always stream the. Uh, Arma group that I'm with, which is a Star Wars group called the 91st Mobile Reconnaissance Force. Uh, so we do some cool clone stuff there. Um, if you want to talk about some intense stuff, I might have gotten kidnapped in the last operation. That was not a highlight of my career so far. Um, but it was you so know, funny the way that happens. they portray that. It's just like you're standing still and like their hands are on you. It just looks like they're pushing you and then you're standing in a room yeah, by yeah, yourself. Ar it's so funny. Yeah, Arma's an interesting system. But yeah, I uh, wasn't expecting that. It was very interesting. Um, yeah, you know, sometimes I'll also stream Saturdays at 6 p.m. EST. Uh, that depends fully on whether or not I can make those operations. Um, but that's not what we're limited to. Uh, I'll stream almost anything. As long as I've got it, I'm down to try it out. I was doing a little bit of Armored Core I might go back and do that if people are interested now that I'm in my third playthrough. Um, you know, uh, there's a bunch of, we did, we were doing Project Zomboid for a while. So if there's anything that uh, you're interested in watching us play, you know, contact us one of the above ways that we mentioned. And uh, yeah, as long as we've got it, we'll be more than happy to play it. Thank you guys. I just want to also make an announcement for the fifth anniversary giveaway that we did last night on stream. Uh, we had three winners. Elise Scott won the first place prize of the Limited Run Games KOTOR Deluxe Edition. And then we had um, uh, Daniel Nugent, um, 
he won the KOTOR Steam Key, and then we're still waiting for the last one to confirm it, but it was Matthew Leon who won the two Jedi out or Jedi Academy keys for Steam. So congratulations to all those people who participated and the people who won. Thank you for supporting us, and uh, here's to five more years. And with that said, let's get into the credits for this episode. There is little the Jedi can do to stop us now. I've watched many an Imperial officer make the same assumptions about the Rebellion. Even I fell victim to the heroics of a single Jedi. Never again. Alrighty, so yeah, this is Ahsoka Part 8, The Jedi, The Witch, and The Warlord. The writer is Dave Filoni, and the director is Rick Famoiwa. Uh, so we've got a couple of returning, or a couple, uh, returning faces from The Mandalorian's uh, directorial cast. And yeah, this episode starts off with basically uh thrawn's prep again that we kind of saw last episode where he sends two tie fighters to go and deal with ahsoka's ship um and then we kind of get this big ceremony for elspeth um and she is gifted uh an item straight from a the other side of the galaxy and b from the clone wars um as the great mothers basically uh, uh give her her super saiyan tattoo upgrade um, and then basically, uh, extract, I can sorry, I can see Ed laughing in the back. Um, yeah, give her that upgrade, uh, complete with uh, glowy eyes change and also gift her the sword of mother Talzin, uh, which I don't think we've seen since she fought Mace Windu, uh, back in Clone Wars season six, five or six. I can't remember. We're in there. Yeah. Basically, uh, while we're getting that it's contrasted with, we switch back to, uh, Ahsoka's ship, which is doing something where I didn't, I, I don't, I, I've got questions because it, it makes no sense considering where they left us last episode. Um, but her ship is basically flying with the Hermit Crab people's convoy. Um, and inside, uh, Ezra is making his new lightsaber because I guess uh, Hu Yang just keeps the entire Jedi library or Jedi Temple lightsaber collection on the ship, which is interesting. Um, so we got a, a nice little back and forth there. We also got something that I thought was kind of hilarious because it's a, a nod to Rebels um, where they're having a bit of a discussion and Huyang basically tells Ezra like, oh, that's, I uh, use this emitter. And Ezra's like, no, 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 that one's no good. And when he, he goes, what do you mean it's too good? And he goes, oh, the, the lightsaber emitter's too thin if we use this part. I'm like, hey, hey Rebels. Yeah. <laughs> a very, very clear kind of thing to that. But that, that was neat. Um, but so there's a lot of back and forth, you know, uh, we, we, I kind of realized, and I'm sure a lot of people did during this, that Ezra has no idea who Hu Yang is. Um, so as they talk, he, he ends up explaining like, who is your master? Oh, it was uh, Kanan. And he goes, oh yeah, I knew Caleb. And he's like, and Ezra's like, really? And so we get a nice little introspective on that. Through that, Hu Yang's able to find the piece Ezra was looking for, which was the hilt that Kanan used. Uh, for his lightsaber, kind of passes on to Ezra after saying, yeah, I made, there's two. Kanan had one of them, and then I kept the other one just in case. Um, so now Ezra has that. It's blue as well. Um, so, you know, kind of care. He, bas he basically just built Kanan's lightsaber, but with like an Ezra flare, I think. I love it. Um, it's, yeah, it's still pretty neat. Um, so, yeah, we, we get that nice scene. And then with Sabine, um, she goes out to talk to Ahsoka. It's, you know, the, it comes to light that, Ahsoka knew what Sabine was doing. Um, 
And we get a really nice scene. Again, another really nice nod to the uh, Clone Wars TV show where um, Ahsoka basically tells Sabine, like, uh, the only Jedi who ever had my back during my entire life was my master. He, he was behind me from the get-go, no matter what. Uh, that's what I want to be for you. And so, like, that's a really nice scene. We're seeing them starting to grow together. Um, and then it's interrupted as Ezra comes out and sees the two TIE fighters that somehow Sabine and Ahsoka di- and didn't notice coming at them. They hit the ship. Uh, long story short, the ship takes a lot of damage, but they're able to destroy both TIE fighters with it. Sabine uses it to kill them both and then crashes. Uh, so we're, oh, we're running out of time, even though we were already kind of wasting time earlier. Um, so from there, they basically decide we need to get there as fast as possible. So they uh, use the two wolves that they conveniently still have to run towards the Great Temple. Um, Thrawn tries to, or, or it's not really orbital bombardment when they're still when you can see the ship, but um, basically tries to bombard them as they as they go in. Uh, as that's happening, he also sends two units of the night troopers to go and deal with them. Um, Ezra, Sabine, and uh, how do I forget Ahsoka? Ahsoka <laughs> oh. basically managed to get inside the temple where they fight the night troopers. Uh, they put him down pretty easily. It's a nice fight scene. And then we get the part that we were all waiting for as soon as we realized, oh, these are night troopers. Oh, these are the new death troopers. Um, and so as they start to leave, the the great mothers start to perform a ritual. Uh, it turns all the night troopers into zombies. Um, and in, yeah, and in another move that I've got some questions about, uh, none of the three lightsaber wielders decide we should disarm these people to make them less of a threat. They just decide if we just keep killing them, and that's the plan. Yep. Uh, so they basically slowly make their way up the temple, uh, fighting all the troopers. It's it's interesting. Um, well, at least that's my view of it. It's, it's kind of interesting, but it is a little bit annoying. Um, I was like, basically, well, sorry, just to jump in quick. Mm. I was waiting for them to start dismembering them. And then it'd be like, tis but a flesh wound. And just like hopping on their little stubs. Yeah, to see one like hopping or something like <laughs> yeah. that. Just or like dragging, dragging it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And like the hand, like just like crawling across the floor kind of thing. That'd be kind of cool. But instead, it's just kind of like... We're back yeah, with glowing eyeballs. Just, just yeah. keep generic killing them. Yeah. Well, there's... I have thoughts behind that or just comments behind that when we get to it because mm. there's a further scene which where my thoughts were just like well then what the fuck yeah yeah sure yeah very very much um but yeah so as that's happening thrawn basically is like yeah this isn't gonna hold them uh, we also get a cool line where uh when he's about to start the bombardment he says they're uh like one cannot negotiate with the apprentice of anakin skywalker um yep. and it's like Yes, so you've either learned from him that negotiations equal stalling for war crimes, um, <laughs> or just won't negotiate with you. Exactly. Yes. Rain um, so... will fire down on them. Yeah, that was <laughs> well, so good. Um, but yeah, so he basically is like, "Well, this will slow them down." But hey, Morgan, die for me, die for me. Um, and Morgan basically does it for the Empire and for Dathomir. Um, so she's waiting in the final boss arena. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's immediately what i thought when i saw them because she's literally just standing there with the sword on drawn the platform too. yeah yeah jedi academy right screams it and and so um ahsoka basically tells sabine and ezra like go like you guys have to stop thrawn i'll i'll deal with this <laughs> um and they yeah. <laughs> yeah we start we start the uh round two 
uh, fight between uh, Ahsoka and Morgan, and it's much closer than it was in Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, but uh, Sabine and Ezra get to the top. There are two night trooper, or night trooper, death troopers waiting for them. Um, it's an interesting fight. Again, it's a little bit interesting in certain parts. Um, but yeah, I've got I've got a couple things to say about uh, how that fight scene was handled too. But basically, they're able to defeat them. Um, uh, we basically get a point where the Chimera is starting to leave, attached to the Eye of Scion, like we thought. It is the giant hyperspace ring. Um, Sabine has the plot has decreed that Sabine knows how to <laughs> use the Force now. Yep. Um, so she basically helps Ezra jump onto the Chimera's uh, hangar bay um, with the Force and. When Ezra's like, oh, it's your turn, uh, we see Morgan and Ahsoka fighting their way up to the top. Um, and Sabine's like, no, we have to switch places and leave this as the opposite of how the series started. Um, so she stays behind to help uh, Ahsoka beat um, Morgan and the Death Troopers, or, you know, new Night Troopers. Um, to be fair on that moment, it's what Hu Yang said. He's like, you guys are way better together. Like, you're, you yeah. guys are able to do anything together, but when you're apart, it's when things start to fall apart. It's just certain certain oh, nice. beats that we'll talk about. Yeah, yeah. that oh, is just like it's, very it's, weird. You know, I'll let you finish. Yeah, <laughs> appreciate it. But yeah, so uh, so they managed to Ahsoka manages to a lose a lightsaber. Oh um, yeah, she yeah. loses her guard Shoto, which was uh, like, oh damn, a lot of people's are going to be very disappointed who bought her saber collection that only one is legit now. <laughs> Well, um, they're still both legit. That's true. It's true. You just have to take a uh, what's it called? Like um, saying Luke Skywalker's lightsaber is not legit anymore, or Anakin's saber. Sorry, you just have to take a, a rotor saw to to the shorter one. <laughs> right between that. Yeah. Now it's uh, official. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Look at the pieces. Uh, <laughs> but uh, she manages to uh, kill Morgan with a very cool move, where she fucking like slashes her while grabbing the sword of Talzin, and then following up like that with a double insane. strike morgan oh, elspeth yeah. wielding a <laughs> magic sword so i sent the jedi back thousands of years into the future yeah. well, hi morgan <laughs> That's the first thing I thought of when great. the sword started coming out of the thing. She's like, yeah. she's got the magic show. <laughs> He's like, oh, it's the sword of Talzin. No, yeah. it's samurai. Yeah. <laughs> Does that make, uh, wait, who's the Scotsman then? Yeah, oh, God. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, oh, um, what's his name? Ezra? Balin. Oh, Balin. Yeah. There you go. Balin. Actually, yes. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, so basically, uh, that's where it ends more or less ahsoka and sabine make it off the temple because thrawn orders it to be destroyed because there's no use for it anymore him and the great mothers and all the things they brought are are on the chimera now i mean they um, had a look when he said that they were just kind of like the fuck you yeah doing? they were yeah. not happy about that decision <laughs> like he, he, yeah we can't see shit he's taking us home yeah yeah <laughs> But uh, he's upset about that. There was an alluvian in there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Claudia Black. But yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so they basically managed to get off, get on the T6 shuttle, um, and try to chase Thrawn. It doesn't work. Uh, I guess a starfighter isn't as fast as a star destroyer anymore. Yeah, um, although I, I get um, on a hyperspace ring I, that has like three hyperspace engines. 
Yeah, but they're hyperspace engines. Are they normal engines? Like, it's, I think it's, they, I don't like sub, sublight, sure. But if we're talking sublight, when they've put all their power to that, while they need their hyperspace drive to be like yeah. spooling up, their power is not really devoted to engines. It's my thought process was: Are we gonna see the landing bay, and will they have the shields up or not? Because to me, if the shields are up already, it's just like, well, you're gonna have enough time to destroy them and get in. Yeah, no. Yeah, when you get not. in, you're just gonna have to fight everybody on that. Sh- they like, would have just like docked on the star destroyer. They would have just like yeah, attached that, to it. That was yeah. it, right? It's like, like, what are you gonna do here? Because they're just going directly at them, just it. like how at the engine to get burned up almost like, like a you. han solo on the end of uh yeah yeah, yeah. Right sticking the, to the back yeah but that's that's what i was like is that what they're gonna do and then when you see them breaking through the ring i was like no they're not they're not, making they're not it. fast enough all yeah. of a sudden um but yeah so uh thrawn gets the evil monologue and that because was good. He's thrawn, he actually succeeds his evil monologue he doesn't get fucked over because of well, it he, he did it when he already won yeah, yeah. He, he, he was he like, much, "We have to hit the go button." <laughs> That's essentially he, he, it. He very much pulls an Ozymandias from Watchmen, where it's yeah. like, "I only monologue when it's too late," um, which was very nice. But yeah, basically, they depart. They're gone from uh, Peridia, and so Sabine and Ahsoka are now stuck on this planet um, with Shin Hati and Bane Skull, because we basically see as they yeah. come back to live with the Hermit people, uh, Shin Hati's joined the bandits, which. I was not expecting She's because eat the bandits, ish, and I so I guess they're keeping her around so that they yeah, can yeah. do attempt to find your place in this new empire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> find your place in this new empire, aka get fucked, Shin. Yeah. Oh Jesus. God, she. If I'm so angry at this point, and it's just like you leave the Raider Badlands for a little bit, and then what? Are you gonna join the Ahsoka school? after a while i don't think so i think she's just trying to like find power where she can find it right that's almost why i think she'll end up joining the ahsoka school but um at the same time uh, and i love it because everyone online was saying like i hope bane school's thing doesn't end on a cliffhanger oh boy howdy yeah yeah as uh as we cut the bay yeah as we cut the balin and he is standing on the. Uh, oh my god! I just had it in my. Oh, he's standing on the Star Wars version of the Valley of the End. Yep. Except instead <laughs> of Madara pointing his hand out. Well, like, to be fair, Hulk. it's more yeah. of like Lord of the Rings thing. Well, uh, yeah, I, I see what you used. It, it works both ways. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Two, it's two statues either way, but three statues. Uh, yeah, so it should well, be three, but one's half. been cleaned. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, I also forgot. Speaking of that, Ooh. we also see that finally Ahsoka sees Morai um, right at the the very end as they're going for the crab people. Um, but yeah, so Bayan is standing on the arm of a statue of the Father um, that is point that is literally pointing off at some temple. You can mm. see a little thing of power glowing in the distance, mm. um, and then as it zooms out, we see him and the son is next to him, and the daughter has been destroyed. Um, because there is no got... light left in this place yeah um which to me i was like oh shit maybe the thing that we were talking about before and dan had mentioned last episode was correct then um, it would make a lot of sense with everything that's going on i think dave filoni would bring it back i think um, in a better way i was looking at videos of like a deep and dive on Abolith or Abeloth. I mean, she's done pretty well i think it's i think there's like there's things that don't match up but there's things that definitely can and it'll be interesting to see if they bring it back but. See, at the same time, I I would rather 
because Avalith in my head is supposed to be this fucking space monster now that's just kind of just yeah there, it's like a spaghetti right? flying monster of doom kind of but like with something like this as planet side it's just like okay what are we hiding here you know mm. mortis was hidden for a reason they could have hidden other things too so it necessarily yeah. doesn't have to point just because it's the father and again doesn't necessarily mean the mother is there too it just could be something some mm-hmm. force nexus, something something like what Kyle Katarn had, had to deal with with the Valley of the Jedi, because that's not True. a thing anymore. Yeah. But if Bane is canon, that thought bomb shit is still there. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, because we know now how much Kyle a thought bomb is going to do on this planet. Well, well so, it, it's yeah. already been done. So yeah, it's yeah. Like, but what would happen on Paradia to do the same thing? Everything yeah. has to come from somewhere. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. How do they know about it? Well, if this one is just like, it's just a wellspring of souls and dark magic and whatever. And because the Night Sisters were here or whatever, and the Great Mothers, it's like, okay, now if you absorb this power, your force will be augmented with magic, making yeah. you even super mm. Saiyan space monk. And then Balin will not be able to handle it and collapse. And then it'll be like after Shin joins the Ahsoka school and they go off looking because this feeling and this power is getting more and more pressing. They go together and then Shin's like, haha, my chance to join the empire. Mm. I will destroy you both. <laughs> but see, they left Ahsoka and, and um, Sabine here to show that, okay, Sabine's unlocked her force potential. She mm. just had to be put in a situation where her Sharingan had to activate. Yeah. It had to be life or death. <laughs> needed, she needed a life or death situation going yeah. on here. So she did it, which I was actually okay with. It was just like, to to the extent of, we always say everybody has latent force potential, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Mm. If you are trained, then you might be able to. She had, they've shown all the underlying training with Saber and this and Focus. And now the last thing you needed to do was ready your mind, ready your this. Mm. And then now your desperation and all that. It's just like, you tapped into something. Let's find out if it was good or not. Yeah. Right? Um, got the hint at why she became... Like, why she wanted to become yeah. trained as a Jedi. And then it happened. So it's just like, is this an Elzar Man moment where only she knows she taps into something she shouldn't? Yeah. Or she's just so desperate, she's just like, Rah! and then it works. Mm. It's like, oh, is that how it works? She saw and her she face, pushed... too. It was, it was like, she's dying. Like, she's getting choked yeah. out and dying. And she's like, So when she pushes Ezra, yeah. but she's a lot calmer when she does it. It was yes, just like, okay, yeah. I can do it now. So thanks, Dark Side. Don't need you anymore. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> right? Um, but what they're doing, I think, is very smart. Because if they had to go back, if they went back to the galaxy somehow right now, well, it's established that Sabine has force powers now, so she has to fight and use them mm. with no training. We've but seen how that happened before, yeah. right? And we got angry with that. Now, for whatever period of time they're here for, what the fuck else they got to do? Mm. Time for training. Yep. We're yeah. going gonna to increase your levels tenfold, so when <laughs> you go back... My powers have doubled since yeah, the last yeah, yeah. time we met. Quadrupled. <laughs> but yeah, but and, and if she was doing crazy things like flips and pushes and things that Ezra is mm. doing right now, you would be like, okay, she had that like however long, maybe two, three, five, ten year mm. training span with Ahsoka out there fighting against Shin, fighting against. Well, we'll see what happens with Balon. Who knows? Mm. I really want to see how they're gonna do that because he's not dead. I thought they would have like. Yeah, but like it'll have to be something else. Whether or not they want to do CG work with them and get recasting, the there's some, of his estate there's to some do really that. good fan cat recastings that are like pretty on par with like how he looked. Um, so it's potential Plus, they might recast. 
there's, well, there's always the thing that we said before too where you just like kind of cover his face with something that too well, yeah. here's, here's the thing i what i would like is if they filmed something because i know they filmed season one and then unfortunately he passed mm. yeah but if they had a quick scene where he's like you know touch the power cube or whatever and then yeah. it was like yeah and then boom a new guy because yeah. the yeah. magics have worked their effects right That'd be so, crazy. so you're saying, you're saying he becomes the doctor yeah yeah <laughs> Yes, more yeah. or less, he just doesn't have a box. <laughs> right? Exactly. TARDIS is not a thing here. Yeah. It really, well, the world between worlds could, you could argue. Is a true, question true. for you, Ed, completely kind of related-ish. Are you buying any of the commander decks for uh, Magic that are TARDIS, Doctor Who? I'm a big Doctor Who fan, but I'm not that No, crazy. okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, um, uh, do we, we still have a little we, bit of the synopsis left, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, but yeah, so basically that for now ends where they are um we get a couple of like series closing shots where um the chimera comes out over dathomir um and we kind of again see the the big hangar full of all the night sister whatever things i don't know if there's bodies in there i don't know if there's artifacts but it's very clear they're they're going to set up the uh the dathomiri witches again Mm. um so that's neat uh we then get another shot of that the moo class shuttle that um Bayon and Shin had been using the whole series, uh, flying into Home One, and it took me about a minute to re. I was like, "Who the hell is? Go- oh yeah, I forgot he. Someone actually made it onto the ship." Yeah. Um. So we get that scene where Hera and all the uh, New Republic soldiers are have their guns out, and I don't know why I Ezra decided to walk out in night trooper armor. Um, For the effect, with the helmet nice. on. Classic yeah. Ezra. Yeah classic Ezra. it's true but chopper recognizes him almost immediately comes up to say hi and then we get the thing where he pulls off the helmet says hi to mom um or stepmom i get foster mom there we go yeah. um and and so we get that and so at the very least now uh no because the, the, no, she's too well, stunned she's in, she's um, in i mean shock. he's walking yeah. towards her to give her a hug but we just don't get that scene and i'm like come yeah, on i didn't see why you just stood there with chopper but the whole thing <laughs> My head cannon was just like everybody had their guns drawn. I was like, "That's a fucking stormtrooper," and Chopper is the only one who's like, "Well, I can run a wow. bio scan." And oh shit! Yeah. I haven't seen this bio scan in yeah. some time. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, it's been like eight years. Yeah, what's well, good? I, I've but... scanned the being I haven't scanned. It's like, so how many war crimes did you commit while you were gone? <laughs> Say who? How many yeah. kills you rack yeah. up? Yeah, just pulls oh, out his buddy. chest of like stormtrooper. Yeah. <laughs> But, but yeah, so now at least uh, the New Republic will know that Thrawn's back for whatever good that probably won't do. Well, uh, would Thr- would Ezra have known Shiono? No, he doesn't. So. He wouldn't know. No. But he, no. so you have a neutral who has not knows nothing about it, comes in and be like, he, "I was there for how yeah. many." Shut well, the fuck up yeah. and look at what I'm telling you and all that. And at that point, what's he gonna say? Like it'd be, I understand why you need a character like that. Mm. For for pushing plot and making problems and everything like that, trying to determine the thought process behind it is harder. Mm. More so because I didn't watch Resistance, so I don't. You didn't miss much, full, man. I but I don't have a full understanding of his motivations, his fears, his drive, everything like that. Someone, mm. someone I need to, I need to throw on him pretty much. One pointed out that's like. You thought you hate Senator Ziono now? Just wait until you see him in Resistance, because what happens is the most stupidest douchebag thing you've ever seen. No, I'm not his, surprised. Him and his family were not on mm-hmm. Hosnian Prime when it exploded. Fuck! Man. They are the, he's the senator of Hosnian Prime. Yeah. And he's the Still? only person from the Senate that didn't die on that planet. 
Yeah, so he's the new Orn Free Tall. Yeah, but, like, essentially. And you're like, oh my god. I mean, the, the flip side too, though, is that the entire New Republic knows that Ezra's missing. Right? So him coming back and they yes. know... Do they care, though, is the said. question. That's the... Well, they know they, they know to. that he went missing to. with Thrawn. There's no... There's no... Oh, they can't pull a whole, like, Voldemort's back. Harry saw him. He's yeah. lying. Who the fuck would he lie? I mean, for? they they yeah. could definitely pull the like. They could. You have just, no proof. Be, Where is your proof? Be even less justified. Oh, absolutely. It, it, would, yeah. it would be less justified and would really show that Mon Mothma has no idea all for power yeah. at yeah. this point. Yeah. yeah, literally just a person who's there. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So so we do get that, and then the final scene we get is Sabine and Ahsoka talking. Um. And basically, they're talking about what they're going to do next. And then we get a moment where Sabine thinks she sees something. And she's like, oh, it's nothing. It's probably just shadows or whatever. She goes to leave. I don't know why I wasn't expecting this moment. But, like, Ahsoka basically stares and smiles. Um, and you're like, oh, may-. I was like, maybe she saw a Pergil. Yeah. Um, turns to leave. And then it zooms out. And, nope, it, she saw Anakin. Because <laughs> Anakin's... Saw well, because I was like, that, that's, the, that's yeah. the only way off the planet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get back out, right? Yeah. Um, but so at the like same maybe, time, maybe they can just leave right now. But yeah, instead it's Hayden Christensen, which was I, nice. I, I thought, I thought you, I, it's like maybe they saw Pergel. It's like, oh, what's that? Oh shit, that that's a Pergel bone. Run! <laughs> no, it's just falling. <laughs> just coming in as a meteorite. Nah, man. At this point, I just find Force Ghost to be creepy. Where it's just like, so <laughs> just like, hey, <laughs> what is what is what is your pact of non-intervention now? Yeah, <clears throat> because we know that they can do stuff. Watching yeah. everything, but. Do some, yeah, and I don't like that change that Force Ghost can interact with the world. The only, now. The only like, thing that we got from that was from the sequel trilogy, right now. And like, so yeah. far, the only sequel trilogy thing we have is just like the New Republic stuff. Hmm. But, like, you know, I mean, headcanon wise, I'm glad with I'm happy with not having that, you know, I'm like, cool, yeah. I'm cool if they can talk with them and interact with them. Oh, absolutely, train think, and pass on the knowledge, right? But yeah. that was the only the, the good, the saving grace I got from it, where it's just like, okay. It took Obi-Wan a while to see Qui-Gon, but he did. You two were closer than they were. Mm. For better, for worse, ill or good or ill, whatever, you were closer than that Master and Apprentice Bond. So if he's here now and he's watching and he's just like, I've experienced light, I have experienced dark, I am become Revan, <laughs> let me train you and then you train Sabine and she will become the greatest of all of us. Mm. Kind of thing, you know. Too, electric boogaloo. Yeah, kind of. Without but it's the just dark like, saber. I would, I would like to see more of that, where it's just like, you know, maybe sitting on. He's because they're always just standing there, but like, I, it'd be nice to see like he's cross-legged on a rock or something, just being <laughs> like, again. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, yeah, not used to using one, huh? Do you still have the magic sword? Yeah. <laughs> Use that. I just want oh, to yeah. be standing, standing there going, who the hell are you talking to? I mean, the, the nice thing, too, is, like, <laughs> if they can recover her old lightsaber crystal, they have all these parts on Huang's ship. Yeah. So, yeah. Or Ahsoka's ship, so. Which they, they probably didn't because they had to escape and everything was blowing up. So, I mean, at the, at the moment, no, but they could go what back. What crystal did Ezra have? That, to see, that's what I was gonna, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Do we do we, we even need her crystal? It, maybe, maybe, maybe Huang had right. a whole bunch that he recovered from maybe. Fallen Jedi, potentially. We don't know. <laughs> I mean, it could be anything, Which, right? 
it, it, it just kind of adds to like the number of small problems I have with this, where it's like the Jedi must travel to Ilum and yes. find their own crystal that calls out to them. Oh, yeah, or you, you can go. pick one of the ones in the scrap box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the ones of the dead Jedi behind me here. Yeah, he froze on Ilum before we could. So Maybe kind of cool if it was here. Kanan's crystal, but we don't yeah. even get that. Like if it was like, hey, here's the emitter from from your master and the crystal that I found. But then that well, brings up that more questions. Make sense. Like, I mean, yeah. it could. I mean, because where, like, where, where it, did he find it in the the chamber? explosion right like yeah but he still had his saber with him so it's like he'd have to go back grab the crystal because like if ezra afterwards had like the crystal on like a necklace or something like that 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 he could Mm. be like just in case and then put oh here's the in case (laughs) moment he'd all been like yeah i mean there's i think there's a lot of like of a lot of like missed moments in this episode noma and i were talking before the podcast where it was like Mm -hmm. just the, the eight episodes we like i don't think is enough right yeah i i do not understand why this seems to be like with mandalorian season three, three yeah three yeah um it really feels like they are like and i don't want to say feloni because i don't know who the decision comes from but it really feels like they're episodes. obsessed with like hamstringing their seasons i think because like 12 18, episodes 18, is perfect 50 percent more 10. episodes even 10 yeah like two two more episodes would have been great to flesh out care because the problem okay. is like you, yeah uh pause at this mm. knowing what we know now in the eight episodes we have with two extra episodes let's round it up to 10 so happy mm. medium between 8 and 12 what would you have added just moments of like go ahead noma so i would have a had added more moments to make Marok be more of an interesting character or at least provide something other than just being a guy who shows up to die. Maybe some interaction um, on the other side, like the the villain side of them just kind of chatting and like kind of talking about some stuff, giving us some plot that way. Just just having him be there to to be more interesting okay. than the guy we guess about and then just dies. Okay. Um, same same thing with Shin and uh, Bayan, where it's like it would have been nice to see maybe a more natural progression to the ends of their arcs. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, as far as we see with Shin, she just runs away at the end of the last episode. Become the leader then, of the bandits. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe coming back and being rejected by Thrawn or trying and, like, not making it in time. Like, maybe she was running with them during the bombardment and, then, you know, she takes an explosion and then see just something to have those characters... Do something. ...feel like they've got a complete story arc. Because um, we just kind of jump in and then jump out. Like, we don't see them for, like... and. The whole episode and then you see them again and they're already at these two separate places and you're like oh okay okay well it's it's the same complaint i had with mando season three where it, it, i was like it felt like everything important happened in the last episode but it was way too much way too fast like this felt the exact same i think so um, the last episode for sure yeah there's so much happening all at once and stuff gets cut out at the same time um, because to me when you think disney disney and budget you laugh they just be well, like, <laughs> I mean, they've been cutting to, costs to the, la- to, the, to the layman's perspective. Fair, you know? fair. It's just like you think Disney and you think, well, they got this. <laughs> All you're seeing is dollar, the, the cartoon dollar bags. Just right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Like what, what is a budget? Do what mm. you want. But at the same time, you don't think, well, how, how many hands do they have in how many pots and how much is that non-existent budget been thrown everywhere? 
to the mm-hmm. point where you're looking at something and just like, oh, we could do this if we had a little bit more. It's just like, that's tied up in that. And if we take it away from them, and then, and then that's tied up in that. And then that's that. Like, so maybe you should cut down, trim some of the fat to give us some real quality. Mm-hmm. But then we won't be able to get the, the crazy budget where we can dip our hands out and everything. Well, maybe stop doing that. But no. Because we want to reach everybody and send everything and have a monopoly on the market. So we can't mm-hmm. not do that. So it's 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 frustrating. I always think that the eight episode season is a test, but we all, we saw it in season three of a series mm-hmm. where this season if it was a consistent season one thing, I'd be like, you're testing the waters, but you know your live action has been for the most part positive. Take yeah. a risk, especially if it's you. You're doing a whole jedi and thrawn you can take a fucking risk and put 10 episodes in there. i think so Ooh. i think with the the no the, like knowing the fandom that's coming from clone wars and like eu with and thrawn rebels. and everything and yeah. rebels like all of that stuff with these you, characters you, you, i think that that warrants giving dave filoni the space to do that like again we don't know where it came from maybe it was dave saying you know what i only need eight episodes we can do this and then by the end he's like uh could have used an extra maybe one or two. I like, can't we don't, see that. We don't he's know. Me for everything he does. We don't and he, know. And especially because he's done the other ones already. So he knows. Yeah. But those what, have also what, been kind of short. Right? And that's where Nomo's point comes into. And yeah. yours as well. Where it's just like, we don't know who's actually calling the shot on those scissors. Yeah. To be like, ah, nah. Yeah. And it'd be nice but, to have like a conclusion. To kind of be like, I, I, I think specifically for the general audience. Mm-hmm. Being Thrawn come into the galaxy. And then immediately just taking out like a small New Republic fleet Why? out of nowhere just to let them know. Because like the whole thing Why here is... Why let them know? That ruins the No, no, but I mean just like, you know, if they take them out, they no one's going to know except for they're going to come find this destruction. Here, here's the thing. No. It shows the, hold on. It shows the general audience how terrifying this person is. Like the, all they know right now is he got away and trapped Ahsoka and Sabine on this planet. I'm sorry. If I if I want to think somebody's terrifying, I'm not. The first thing they do when they blow up something, we already know about Thrawn as the thing. He's not an unknown. No, absolutely. Well, to, to people right? that are general audience, they don't really understand who he is, right? That haven't mm. seen Clone Wars, haven't seen Rebels, haven't read the books. At this point, if you go into Ahsoka, not knowing that stuff, you you've caught yourself up a little bit. I think whether or not you want to read the books, watch some clips, or see everything, like people. Actually, who's this blue guy? And then you go through the whole fuck. There's a whole like 20 year, 30 years. Most people won't do that, right? And if they don't, that's on them. I'm sorry, but I'm not tailoring Mm. my show to that. I feel like some sort of, you know, like, no, because of any kind. You're doing a disservice to the character if you do that, because that's not in his character. Just a hot chip, blow it up. No, you're jumping into a place where if he has to, he will. But if it just shows up, it's going to be like, yeah, we're showing up with Dathomir. Who the fuck is going to go around to Dathomir? Mm. You know? Nobody. Nobody. That's yeah, a great her, no, but it, I get it. It, it lines kind of... up with what Thrawn would want to do. We're going to come in unannounced. I'm going to do secret checkups on all my guys who are still mm. around. They don't know Ezra sure. made it on. So yeah. that is that is the crux that's going to fuck everything up. To see how he goes from there. And be like, yeah. Shit. Then we will see Thrawn at that point, yeah. you know? How, however, at the same point... I think by the the next time we see Thrawn, he will have noticed, or he will oh, know that Ezra's because that shuttle, the Moo shuttle, just 
it can't go absolutely on, right? Yeah. So, but he was more into okay, get the great mothers off everything like that, make sure mm. they're on the planet, whatever, help them do whatever you want to do, contract done, right? If in that time some patrol, like I can see, like Blue Squadron or something, come around, mm. and be like, what the fuck is going on in that here? Then you'd be like, mm, scramble fighters, do everything like that, and no one leaves. Mm. No one. And if somebody does leave, then it's the fuck, accelerate everything because we've lost surprise. Yeah. We've already lost surprise. Now we're losing initiative, I guess, because Ezra already giving them yeah. a heads up. They can't be surprised anymore, but you can still take initiative to be like, they don't know we're going to strike. He knows nothing of our plans. He just wants to make it home. Oh, well, cool. You're yeah. home. The, the thing I see from the end of this episode is that they've set it up perfectly so that the next time we see Thrawn, he'll, he'll, have, he'll have done the, the kind of classic thing that they fucked up in the sequel trilogy where it's like the bad guy has a large arsenal that we don't know where he got it from. Um, like from something. whatever happens from the end now to when we next see him, I'm assuming he'll have made contact with the Shadow Council. He'll have been arresting control between... Uh, you know, between Pelion and Gideon, he's now going to basically Pelion's have control of it. Oh, hundred percent. He's been waiting for him for unite how many the years? remnant to something. Yeah. Now, I do, I do have this question though, right? Mm. Dan, this is for you now. Ezra makes it back, sees Hera, probably sees Jason, uh, Jason and everything like that. That's going to be a reunion that. Oh my god. See, and here's here's the thing, Didn't right? About because like, there's the connection between Kanan and Ezra to now the connection that will probably happen between. Ezra and Jason. Absolutely. Where it's just like, your dad was my master and he trained me. I had my training arc for the eight years I spent out there. Look at the mm. shit I can do with the force and everything like that, right? Still looks a little funny doing it, but it's just like he's stopped sabers, he's doing all that. He's got he's mm. got some measure of it. Can I think the last thing they needed to show us was can he build a lightsaber? Because Jason was just like, Hey Hu Yang, can you show me? Uh, exactly. Can you, yeah, me? No. can you do yeah. this? So it's just like no, no, yes, no, no. Yeah. But now, and Ezra built his sabers, first saber from scraps. So it's yeah. not like he can be like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, we can do something for you. We can train you because he's ready to be trained. Here, you he's can have this narrow emitter. Right? <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be really funny. To that see would that be so action. funny. It's like, just, just can, try this one. Yeah. So I can see that being a thing now for like while Sabine's training out there and reaching advanced padawan slash almost knighthood you mm. can see jason begin his youngling training into padawan ship um with full-fledged knight ezra but at the same time let me ask you this so he's back there now all this training starts gonna be happening haha on the long along the side fun times family everything like that because he's basically his family to them mm. Herod brings him for the real big people's meeting, and here's mm. adults now, and we got to talk about Thrawn. This has happened. From everything we've seen, this is now to both of you. I just want to give Dan the, mm. hey, Jason time again. That's going to be good. <laughs> but um, for both of you now, like, okay, we've seen how the New Republic operates. Now you have the information ahead of schedule. This guy's back. We know what he can do fuck are you gonna do mm. uh, what the hell are they from everything we've seen from mandalorian uh everything we've seen from what was the other one in the middle book of boba or is it just mandalorian and book of boba fett that's just so it. far right yeah pretty much so everything we've seen from those two is just like you guys aren't ready for this 
and and they've know. also they've also shot themselves in the foot because they've already said that Jakku was the largest battle between the New Republic and Imperial Remnant, and so it's like cool. So you, what you're saying now is that whatever well, Kron brings back is going to be less. Well, the New Think, Republic well, wasn't. I don't was. Oh, you're right. Yeah, the New Republic was yeah, at Jakku. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's when they first like, tried out the Starhawks. Yeah. Right? Think, think about how Sabine didn't mention Jakku to Ezra or anything like that. She's like, mm. is it gone? Well, they say it, they say it happened at Endor. Ahsoka mm. says it as well. Endor, Endor, Endor. No, nobody's ringing up Jakku. So it's just like, did the military just decide to just sweep or how how far are we willing to go to just ignore the sequel trilogy in these in these shows because yeah. we're it's like we cherry picked or disney cherry picked eu they now seem to be cherry picking the the, the era they're in basically yeah which is like i don't know how to feel about that because on one side i can see it as a thumb your nose at the establishment of fuck your stuff because we think it's shit yeah. Mm. Which, you know, yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, it's just like you're breaking your own continuity. Maybe not breaking it, but you're definitely taking a bat to it. In that sense, if you don't want to acknowledge it, you don't want to have anything to do with it, regardless of if it still happened, unless you make something ripple out where... People say it's the biggest one, but they didn't know we had this in reserve. No. Maybe I, I could see them being <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. okay, Jakku happened, but not all the warlords showed up. Mm. Not all the Empire showed up because people turned coward and ran and wanted to steal other people's. Use that dark side thing where, oh, yeah, let you go. We'll be right behind you. Take yeah. all the stuff. No, yeah. no, fuck that. We, we, we already lost. The Emperor's gone. gone. What the hell are we going here for? For what? Pride? Yeah, let Versio go there and die. We're gonna go and take all this kind of stuff here. Yeah, he's smart. I'm gonna. So when when they get there, it's just like Piet, you fool. He was the only one who showed up besides the other ones. Yeah, shit. I'm going to die. <laughs> I get off this ship. I love you. <laughs> right, like I, all all that happens. Yeah. So it turns out that yeah, there's maybe the Starhawks were brought out everything like that, but they were expecting much more, and they kind of just blitz the Empire. And because they did, like, yay, we win, they're gone. It's just like nah, about seventy five percent of them just did not show. Mm. With Thrawn there now, it's just like the fuck were y'all thinking? Mm. Now we're going back, and I'm bringing all of you with me, and we will achieve victory. And they're just like, is the guy. <laughs> is the guy who wins stuff. Yeah, yeah, we'll go, we'll go. Now in the New Republic in the setting there, and it's going to be like, oh, we beat them before Starhawk, we can do it again. Show me everything you have on a Starhawk. And and I'm almost curious if they're going to do that or if, from what we've seen from like Bad Batch and other things, they're just going to retcon the Battle of Jakku and just be like, no, 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 Thrawn was there. That was actually the big battle. That... Well, that, it, I don't oh, think it can be, because who, this... Versio who? The timeline time be... six years off. Yeah. It Well, and so that's what I mean, though. Like, even even change the date of the Battle of Jakku, because we haven't heard anything about a Starhawk yet in, like... I think they dismantled them, didn't they? Right? No, they were dismantling Star Destroyers to make them. But, the, like, yeah. I mean, after the Battle of Jakku and the New Republic is demilitarizing, I would assume they're dismantling them. Right. No, but that's the that's the thing. Like, we don't know how far in in new new can like we know when old, in old oh, God, it's getting so confusing. We know when old new canon when all this stuff happened. 
But the fact that no one has made any references to any of that. Like in these shows, you mean? Yeah, in these shows. Because that's the thing. We have like the Alphabet Squadron stuff. It's in books and and it's in comics. But as we've seen from stuff like Bad Batch and other shows, those can be retconned. Yeah. And nobody seems to. Yeah, nobody. Well, Mm. that's what a retcon is. Um, But yeah, nobody seems to really mind. um, It's odd. I don't know if they would like it'd be very odd for them to because you have the whole reason of Pergil's Clone Wars or no sorry Pergil's Rebels Kane and Ezra Thrawn really nightly nicely wrapped up and had him here you go for Ahsoka in mm. X amount of years in the future well Ahsoka's opened up that box everything from there is there all of a sudden we're just gonna say no we were at Jakku Hang on. Are you going to go back and edit the show that you spent how many seasons on? Really? I. It'd be really tough. Yeah. And they'd, yeah. they'd really want to BS us with that and hit us over the head with the stupid hammer being like, yeah, no, that didn't happen. This happened. <laughs> it's like, we, we, how much do we still harp about EU and all that? You know, like, I, yeah. I don't think Filoni would do that to that extent. They might. I. I'm 100% thinking they would downplay it. Mm. If they before retcon, I think they would just make it seem like yeah. the the New Republic bigged it up to be way more than it was because their 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 inflated ego says it yeah. has to be. And and that that's also what I was gonna say because like the flip side to I guess my own argument is I could absolutely see it being something like you know Ezra comes back, warns them about Thrawn, and they all go, yeah, well, who cares. And then it leads to all this stuff going off and being even bigger in the Battle of Jakku. And then they go, uh, we have to we have to sweep this under the rug because we look like idiots Yeah, for having doubted it. So I could I could absolutely see that being the case, too. And then you keep the original continuity and everything still kind of works. It's wavy, but you yeah. still, you still have stable. everything going in the same general direction. Mm. It still shows that, you know, I, I can force heal now. <laughs> i'm sorry what um yeah let me bring back kylo with it oh, it's no, uh, now i die oh now he brought me back okay no well. ahsoka ahsoka was fun i will say mm. that it i really enjoyed seeing lightsaber combat really be broken down and flushed yes. out into actual like oh. combat yeah so so speaking of that um I, I, I want to try and separate our, our negative and positive stuff. Okay. Um, so sorry, I just have one more point, or I guess two more quick points about my last two negatives. Um, and then I have something positive about the, the fighting thing. Um, I, I was, was anybody else really bugged by the fact that they were on a very strict time limit, and yet the T-6 was following this, the Hermit Crab convoy at like a kilometer and a half an hour? Yep. Was that really annoyed me. Like I don't know why they were... Why we yeah? Why are we waiting for them? They're not. I think they, they were trying to make sure they were in the same spot spot from like the bandits or something like that, and then they could but, head out. But like, right, it wasn't the explained. Because because of their own ship. It was just yeah. not and well then, explained. Yeah, or explained at all. Protecting them. I think it was because Ezra needed time to build the lightsaber more yeah, than maybe. anything. Which was sure. just like, well, if we jet off there now, we make it, and you're halfway done. We're kind of fucked, and we need your saber. So yeah, take the time, build the saber. As soon as the saber's done, but by that point, then the TIE fighters had come through, and it's like, well, we can't take off now. 
protect Yeah, they would have got orbital. Like, they would have been destroyed yeah. with the ship, right? So, like, no, it's... And, oh, sorry. I, I saw it that way as being like... Because I had the same thought. I'm like, what the mm. fuck are you doing? But, oh, okay. They got like, there on the yeah, wolves in time, so... Well, yeah. because they couldn't but, take the ship. But I mean, so yeah. I mean though, they must have had more time than what we thought, because it mm -hmm. seems like they were able to run all the way I, back on the wolves. I would technically argue they didn't make it in time. As we did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then the only other thing that bugged me was when the Death Trooper is choking Sabine. I was staring at that scene being like, oh, so now your flamethrower doesn't work. Did she use the last episode? Yeah, she used the last oh, episode yeah. against Shin. I don't yeah. think it would, it would, would do anything, though, because it was undead, right? You could see, like, his face is all, yeah, like, fucked exactly, up. exactly why you want to burn it, though. Yeah, lighting zombies on fire seems pretty, uh... But to that effect, have you noticed how hard it is to get a fucking still frame on Disney Plus? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> so on TV and mobile, that... it's, like, mm -hmm. HD, yeah. and you can't okay. take screenshots. And then if you do it on the computer, it's only 1080p. Because, like, yeah. I'm, I'm watching it on console, right? <clears throat> she's blasting the... She's blasting the helmet, blasting the helmet. I see it shatter, so I'm like, perfect. Yeah. Let's see what these guys... Yeah, you can't oh, see they, shit. It's like, they look on... Oh, shit. Yeah, they're, like, yeah. they're like mummified, basically, so it makes sense. But I was just like, we have Walking Dead zombie. No, and then I remembered that the Night Sister magic on Dathomir was like, yeah, these things were running mm -hmm. around, like, Usain Bolt on crack. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I, I believe <laughs> that whatever they've done to them, they're supernatural speed and strength and everything mm. like that so i was actually quite terrified for it at that point I'm like this yeah. thing won't feel pain the one thing it's... that i was confused about though is like are the death troopers like are they dealing with the magic like are they i, I think i think everybody who oh, has well, I don't, the they... armor and so they, they were resurrected troopers. but they when the magic was being troopers, used they had the glowing eyes <laughs> but before that they didn't and then the death troopers never had the glowing eyes, right? So I see what you mean. People are, Were they are dead the I'm whole thinking, time? Well, that's what I mean. Thing. Death troopers in, um, you know, EU is from what I know. They're like zombie stormtroopers, right? But then mm. these death troopers are like we never see them, never see their skin or anything like that. So maybe are these are these like these like disfigured like uh, genetically modified soldiers that are like now we see what it looks like. Is that what I, that is? Because it doesn't seem like they were resurrected from the de from the mothers, but they were definitely not. I don't know about that. Like, well, we they, don't have confirmation on it, right? Ezra stabbed one of them, and it kept going. Yeah, in like, the chest. That's what I mean, though. And it just back. No, I I think they were zombie. Those ones were zombies. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. No, that's um, what I remember that, and I was like, because like, remember, you're only a lightsaber stab if you have a name. Hang on. Yeah. Hang on. Hang on. Okay. I will see this. Before they even, I think this was last episode. He's Thrawn asks if the volunteers are ready. Yeah, right. Where it's just like, how, and the they know what they're going to do, and they know what this is about, and they volunteered. Yes, every them, every one of them has been honored to yeah. do this for mm -hmm. the Empire. Maybe that was them dying so that they could become an undead barrier. Well, that's to, what, to, I think to it was like them, you right? know you're gonna die and you're gonna be resurrected to be the shield for us. See, right, I, and they I, had like a free will at that point. At first, that's what I, was, I thought, but then seeing the faceplate and the very dead looking, I know it yeah. reminded it reminded me of when the sisters coc or cocooned. Yeah, I remember what you're saying. When they like had the, come out. So, like the girls, if yeah. if whatever their magic did to them, they pretty much desanguinated them, yeah, or exsanguinated them, yeah, I say, to the point bit. where they look like this. So it was just like you don't need all this extra shit. 
We'll yeah. use this to fuel our dark ma- blood magic ritual because Morgan, right? So you have that, and then it's just like, so now you guys are undead, basically. Yeah. And you'll keep was... going, keep going until you're reduced to ash. Definitely I, I could definitely a lot see of questions. Being, I could definitely see it being that because the, the night troopers have still have survival instincts. Like we see earlier in the episode yeah. when Sabine fires forward, the TIE pilot goes to cover his face for some reason. Um, like that would save him from getting hit with a starfighter. Yeah. But these guys, yeah. There's, a, yeah, there's a survival I think they were instinct. still human. Yeah. Like they weren't zombies. Yeah, yet. so so I could definitely see that being the thing. Hey, you've all been chosen. Get ready to get your personality sucked out so you can come back to life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll throw in these two death troopers at the same. But yeah, no, it's a, it's an interesting kind of question to go off of there. But. Because at the same time, you think of how long they've been there. I didn't see no garden. I didn't see no anything. At the same time, yes, they're in a star. They're in a star destroyer that may have fabricators or something like that or whatever. Mm. So in terms of sustaining themselves, they have to eat something, right? Each other. But like. <laughs> The wolves, <laughs> the turtle. People. I mean, it's just like how how far do you go before you be like, okay, who's important, who's not, mm. who's who's excess, who's not? Maybe if that sounds a little less cold. Sorry, my imperial training's coming. Up. <laughs> um, that who, that. Oh, sorry. I was gonna say that could be interesting though if we end up at some point seeing the Chimera's crew and there's no off. There's like no maintenance workers no technicians it's just so we just troopers. saw stormtroopers yeah yeah right and then how many are we sacrificed we've seen two units go out we've seen the troopers go out we've seen all this happen like enoch's pretty close to thrawn all the time mm-hmm. his his kintsuki friggin honor guard is always there yeah these guys are just patchwork and i think that that lends more credence so that you you will be zombified because everything about them is patchwork the mm. ones who were on the ship even it was just like with the one ezra got and he was just like yeah i'm gonna take this now i wish they would have shown us him like let me just take the helmet yeah. off and let's see the difference like do you look like people do you look like them because mm. that would have confirmed everything where the volunteers were really volunteer to die yeah at that point not not like a morgan thing being like hold the line yeah, <laughs> we're like, no, we're killing you now, and you understand why? Yes, for the empire. Yeah, that see, that's a scene I would have loved to see in some kind of extended episode, mm-hmm. in episode nine and episode ten. Episode nine, show Thrawn's preparations. Like episode eight, you show Ahsoka and them's preparations. Nine, what they're doing to counter it. We're meta watchers. We need to know everything. They don't, mm-hmm. right? And then ten, okay, how does it happen? And Let's then also the add some scenes of like the adventure of like been kind of figuring out what she's doing at this point being lost and then balin maybe having like a vision of some sort or like some sort of meditation that he's doing to kind of know where he needs to go um to, to add I more to, to what add, he was saying i just think yeah. to add something between when we last saw him getting you know not not, not not stopping ahsoka <laughs> and then him leaving we just mm. saw him standing there essentially right um so I think I think a little bit more with Balin. I mean, I'm a little biased because I really like his character. Um, interesting. But yeah, I think sure. I think he's definitely going to start up some shit that's going to be some big storytelling in the next now, uh, few series. Now I think about it. Remember, he was feeling the call to something. Something was pulling him. Something, yeah. something. So did you go in the opposite direction to go stand on these statues and look at the way that you've been called the whole time? Because, <laughs> or maybe like, it's on his way. I hope so. Yeah, I really fucking hope so. Because what are you doing? The one thing that intrigued me too was that he was standing on that the father's hand while yeah. I was pointing out, and one of the lines he says to Shin 
earlier this season was the same line that the father says to the kids like the daughter and the, and the son on mortis whereas like right. we're you know we rise above that we're, we're greater than this like you're greater than this or whatever it was right mm. um which i thought was really cool but then you see him standing on the hand of the father pointing towards like this temple or whatever and you're like is he the you know the embodiment like part the of the father. embodiment of the father as well um so that's that's an interesting <laughs> concept to kind of go through is like you know now the mortis gods prideful, are dead but i like right it. Like they're they're mm. all basically gone. Um, do we have to replace them? Is there like a balance that needs to be struck here? Because like um, more, um, that's was it uh, Morai? No, uh, is it Morai? Yeah, Morai. Yeah, more. More. Um, like guiding Ahsoka through all these places. Like it was in the world between worlds. It was here. It was mm. at the Sith Temple. It was everywhere. Right. Yeah. It was at Malakor. Yeah. yeah. Like there's and, a lot of I places mean... where it's like it just shows up and it's like okay, well it didn't travel with you in hyperspace. We know that. Yeah, and you so know? what I'm also what that that was the other thing I was wondering was that like maybe Abolith isn't there in that temple, but maybe that's another pathway to the world between worlds. And yeah, season two that's where Ahsoka and Sabine and Shin, I assume, will go to you Leave know this place get, exactly get back, and then Bayan will go off on his own to find Abolith or yeah. whatever other power he's looking for. And um, the see, one thing I was going to say with the temple too, just a quick kind of note: the temple that we see in the in the far distance very mm -hmm. much looks like the temple from mortis that the father daughter and son live in essentially um it's got like the same structure and it has like the same glowing thing on the top little like mm. gem or whatever um so it like people are speculating is this going to be like where mortis was because when obi-wan anakin uh soka come up they to warp there yeah they, they come up to like a artifact that's like floating in yeah. in space it's like a polyhedral thing right it's like an eight-sided yeah, dice like a gate or something yeah so they go up to it and then they kind of fall asleep and wake up at this place right did it warp them here you know was Parad was this was place always paradia was paradia mm. nicer than it was because in the you know in mortis and stuff they, there was flourishing places right but Balance. then there's also like badlands and things like that um but it was on a mountain range right there's all this mountain stuff um so it, it'll be interesting to see if like this was maybe like the place where they like were from or and then they modeled mortis after where they were from or is it the same place that they were warped to and then warped back didn't know mm. um because yeah like time yeah. the thing about the mortis stuff is time didn't move while they were gone yeah right that's the interesting thing there was time didn't move so i mean there's a lot of things to go on there i'm really excited i, I i'm i'm hoping they recast Balin to somebody that can really do justice to the character it's a big, it's big shoes to fill because again. everybody, yeah. from what I can tell on the internet, loved Ray's performance as Balin. He did an amazing job. Holy oh, shit! Yeah, 100%. Like I, I, I'm so sad that he's not able to continue, continue. and yeah, yeah, the role because he's, he's been a he, great he, recurring character. If yeah, anything, he did oh, an yeah, amazing 100%. job. Um, speaking of people um, who did a great job, um, Iman Esfandi, who plays uh, oh, Ezra yeah. Bridger. Ezra, holy yeah. shit! Oh, blew yeah. my expectations out of the water. He definitely washed all of Rebels. Yeah, he's got the energy. Down. He's got yeah. the energy. I think Dave Filoni being the director in some of these episodes definitely helps. I, I need you at 11, dude. I need yeah. you at 11 yeah. all the time. So anyway, that's kind of uh, the, my, my spiel there. Oh, no. And um, what's her name? I, I can't remember her last, her last name, but Natasha Liu... I can't remember her Who's full name. Who's playing Sabine? Yeah, Mordizo. like the, chem the, the chemistry. But yeah, uh, thanks. The, the chemistry between them is great because there are little oh, yes. things where yeah. like I, I love the part when Sabine saves Ezra 
Um, and then Ahsoka points out, you know, like, oh, um, with, with the lightsaber stuff. And Sabine just goes like, yeah, why didn't you do that? Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, I missed you. Like, yeah. it's just that that kind of like brother sister back and forth. Yeah, yeah I like, love that. It. That was great. It brought that, that rebels brought feel back for sure. A little bit. Yeah. Um, what I'm hoping happens, not so much the world between world things. Like, they, like I don't want them to get another Deus Ex Machina to <laughs> escape. Where they already got the use of the, we need to follow them there. They took the ring. We have the pergil. <laughs> well, they took off. I don't think they'll come back anytime soon with all those mines still out there. Or did well, they yeah, put the mines second in? Second pergil. <laughs> right, they, right. I guess so they would have taken those mines back because it looked like there was none in the space when they were flying out there, right? So they Detonate, they all in. detonated at this point. Yeah. Chain explosion. Possible. Carpet bomb thing, right? Carpet but bomb. But um, at the same time, it's just like, okay, I'm seeing as like, hey, so I've been to this place. I took this shuttle that was on the ship. Maybe if we look through records and reverse engineer Deus Ex Machina, <laughs> we can get there if we build a ring. Oh, mm. okay. Or some kind of Mass Effect and, relay yeah. or something. And our, our ring doesn't have to be as big because we're not transporting a Star Destroyer. Back. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So, like, I can see them trying to go that way to be like, we're not going to take as much time as it took you guys to find me. Not salty about it. Just saying, <laughs> right? So, like, we need to get them back. So, yeah. while we're trying to deal with all this stuff in here, our special plan is to, like, have this happening on the side, send them over there, grab them, bring them back, and then the yeah. party's at full strength again kind of thing. So Yeah, I could see that. In that, it could... It could be how long was Luke training with Yoda on on Dagobah? You know, like yes, yeah. for Episode Five, it might have been like a couple of weeks, maybe a, a couple of months or anything like that. But like, it was still short compared to when he went back after the um, Empire Strikes Back, and really completed his training with it. Like, if it didn't take him that long, well, then like, we can't be surprised if Sabine's just like, okay, we've we've done it. It's been it. It's been a couple of years, but we've done it. Let's go get them. Okay, yeah. cool. Right? Like, I would I would be okay with that because it's still more training than anybody else has had. <laughs> right? Yeah, but, that's true. Uh, going away from that, it's just like, I'd like them to actually, it's like, we need to get them back. Let's actually plan this out rather than let Story mm. Loophole save them again. Yeah. And they do have a whole bunch of yeah. Star Story engines, so I think they could probably do it. Yeah. Um, oh, no. um, oh, also, sorry, because uh, I, I mentioned way at the beginning that I did have one good thing about the what Ed, Ed had talked about before. Yeah. Um, in the fight between uh, Morgan and Ahsoka, what I really like, because Ed was saying, like, uh, are the crab people called the Noti? Yeah. They, are. So. they remind me of That's hobbits all. with, like, throwing frying pans and rocks at people. I'm like, yeah, that, that sounds fair. about right. And the clothes they were wearing, because they had the little yeah, like, little yeah, 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 yeah. It's very much Hobbit related. <laughs> um, I think it was definitely yeah. inspired by that. Yeah, it could be. Well, but yeah, with the homes and everything. But yeah, um, but yeah. So one one thing that I really appreciated in that fight was that um, when you are, you know, if you are actually in combat or fighting or whatever, one thing they always really try to tell you is to have a wide stance because you're more centered. It's harder to fall or trip or be pushed. Um, and that's something I really noticed when uh, the two of them were fighting is they've got very wide grounded stances the whole time. And I was like, that's really cool. It's really nice seeing like actual combat techniques. You know, we I mentioned before, like 
noticing certain strikes or postures from um, Japanese sword styles. And now seeing like a grounded thing like that coming in, it immediately, I know for some people it probably looked a little bit odd that they had such wide stances, but like just seeing that actual combat training, not that I'm throwing shade at a series uh, a series of sequel movies where you're just swinging heavy brooms at each other and just kind of, yeah, like, yeah, it looks more realistic if you just flail. Um, yeah, seeing this, like, grounded combat is really nice. Even if it's a little bit slower than Clone Wars stuff, it totally makes sense. still loved Balin versus Ahsoka. Like, Balin's fighting in that nice. was so mm. good. I loved it because, so much. Well, because you saw two trainees in the same... I know, and it was just, it was a lot world, of fun. Right? It was cool to see magic sword you music <laughs> never gonna get over that versus <laughs> jedi and see how because she was using a quarter staff before yeah or a spear to, the to, best to, so, spear, yeah. Yeah, so to see her using a sword where it was much more in range with what the, how they could fight mm. it was really cool but i think it also it lends a lot of credence to why this isn't a saving grace it's just an observation for seven eight nine to their fighting styles because you do see the awkwardness from when the uh, Praetorian Guard are fighting. They're trained. Mm. So they yeah. have good moves. Kylo's had training, so his moves are a little more. He's just mm. angry, so he starts to swing. Ray's had none. So for her to be flailing around kind of makes sense. Mm. Nobody's been there to be like, the fuck are you doing? You know? <laughs> so it... To the build of all this to see it really broken down now lets you see the levels between what training is and what training isn't. Mm. If this new movie comes out with Master Ray, God, that's gonna be so fun. Just to see it's like what makes you this. Mm. And my hope is that from all these um series that we're getting now, there's a big training arc that we get to see. I hope so. I, th I think that yeah, was seriously. Or a montage. I, Give us a montage. I don't, I don't hate the character. I just hate how they were built. Exactly. So it's just like to see them get. It'll be the Hayden Christensen thing all over again, where it's just like you were done dirty in the Clone Wars and your mm. movies. Over the course of fucking twenty years, the love for you is there. It just had to more needed to be done. Mm. So you, we throw a lot of shade at the sequels for there's positive reasons and just salt, <laughs> but then for something to build and organically grow and to have, to shape it into something that we can appreciate, these little ones are necessary. So seeing saber breakdowns, maybe they're using some fake words here and there, but I'll fucking take it if it means we're getting some real like we're being trained mm. almost to be like. This is what this looks like. This is what this has to look like. This is what this has yeah. to look like. How, Sabine's training from absolute noob who had nothing. Mm. Parallels, right? Yeah. Okay, let's see how your training works on and what are the parallels going to be between this training to becoming a knight or more, depending on mm. how long you're here for this for, until future and then... Okay, yeah. everything starts to make more sense. I feel like Ray's training is being subliminally done through Sabine. Mm. so that we can see the journey yeah. she just and then that latent force pool that they have that was letting them do all this crazy shit mm. fucking help me god whatever we <laughs> get at that master level because it truly would be terrifying yeah but the things like these i think it's so it's so necessary but it's it's helping the whole series along the way. Yeah. And mm. so to to keep Filoni doing what he's doing, to keep 
this studio doing what it's doing and delivering quality. I know we want more episodes. I know we really do. But to take the little things from what we, like silver lining from what we are getting, there's things to be, there's things to be excited about in the future. Mm. That behind, I, I only really want Andor at this point. <laughs> now is all I want. I want, I, I want fair. Andor. Andor season two. Yeah. yeah. Andor sounds We need, we need to can see. You believe, can you believe people still haven't seen season one? Yeah, oh yeah. There's a, yeah, there's a lot I, of people I, who have not I, heard, I've, heard of it. That's the only show I've been really pushing on people yeah. a lot. I've not heard of like, It's a very entry-level, like, here, here's a show that you can watch. It's like a sci-fi. The, the one thing I'll say, and I can at least understand, is there's a friend of mine who's been on episode two for, like, of months. It is yeah. slow. And it's... And that's why he was like, I don't, I don't, it's so slow and I don't care. And I was like, I understand that. Try to get to like episode five. It's so good. Because then it starts mm-hmm. to pick up. But those first three episodes are rough. Yeah, um, introduce a lot of stuff. Yeah. Also, but also swapping to something that I've railed on a lot about because of Book of Boba Fett that they redid in a version that I can't complain with here. Um, I kind of left out the fact that in Thrawn's speech, he calls Ahsoka a Ronin. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like something like this would suit a Ronin like you, and unlike Daimyo, Ronin it, it, fits it actually makes here. sense because yeah. she is a Ronin. She she is a masterless warrior. Um, that fits perfectly. So I heard that and I was like, oh yeah. I think it, I guess we put more Japanese words in, but sure, it fit exactly. It hits so much more coming from Thrawn though, yes. because it's mm-hmm. just like he he asked for he everything about you. Yeah. He understands you, so he he knows the exact things to say to you, to either unbalance you, or stop you, or whatever it may be. And yeah. everything he tried up to that point did not work until he was just like, "Well, it doesn't matter anymore." And he has the data up to like the end of the Inquisitorius because that's where the data was coming from from yeah. them. So mm-hmm. like they have somewhat new Ahsoka, minus maybe like fifteen years, sixteen mm-hmm. years, right? Um, which is a lot of data to have, but again, mm. if you know where the character came it, from and where, right? I, I think it would be under a decade at that point. Well, right? Inquisitorius ended. the The Galactic Rebellion was like what two years? It was something really short or something, wasn't it? Rebels, right? Is it the Inquisitorius ended there? Yeah. So Inquisitorius yeah, ends there. But yeah, then... but the but the full Galactic Civil War isn't it? It's it's like right... two years or something. Yeah, it's I think it's over three or four years, three. isn't it? Yeah. yeah, Clone Wars is three or four years. They, they just span it to make it seem like it takes a whole fucking decade of war, but it's yeah. not. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see what kind of information they have on her, and if we ever get to see that. But well, it depends on every a little trace they found as well from Fulcrum and everything like that too. Because if he made the draws from there, because the Empire was twenty years. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, ironically, I think all their information would come from Fifth Brother and uh, Eighth Sister probably Seven somewhere sister. around there but like the ones from rebels because no other inquisitors survived first contact with her. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was gonna say too we all are also getting blu-rays special editions of mando season one and season two interestingly enough okay. so we're getting stuff off of disney plus that's been there on there for a while um so we're gonna get some 4k footage of that finally that we can nice. see and not have to be like oh i can't make that out so mm. that'll be nice Hopefully we get the other stuff too, like Andor would be nice on Blu-ray and uh, Ahsoka too. (laughs) If if anything, just to have that meteor shower scene. Yes, in 4K, all beautiful, not have to stream it. So, final thoughts on Ahsoka. 
season I one. It, it was it was least. good. It was a good way to introduce a whole bunch of characters that not a lot of people knew. Mm-hmm. Um, I think mm-hmm. it helped people that knew what was going on understand more and kind of see what's going to happen and make a lot of theories going forward. The cliffhanger wasn't my favorite, but at the same time, it leads for a lot of speculation between now and the next series. Mm. Um, I really love Thrawn in live action and all the characters, <laughs> honestly, all the Rebels characters kill it. Absolutely good. Noma? Yeah, uh, pretty similar. I don't know where I would slot this in in my like top 10 list yet. Um, but I know it's definitely above Mandalorian season three. It has a lot of the same problems that Mando season three had. I felt mm-hmm. had, but to a lesser extent, the filler wasn't as bad. The endings did feel rushed, but not quite as rushed as Mando season three. Um, like Dan said, I really enjoyed Thrawn in live action. I, I will also point out um, one good thing about this series is that they don't job Thrawn. He doesn't lose because of the force. He doesn't yeah. lose because of something that they just didn't think of. He does win. And I do appreciate that um, his plan was correct. And he knew how to stall Ahsoka long enough to get out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, over overall net positive. I just, I, I just, they're so, they're, <laughs> they're this close to greatness. They're so close. They're on the edge of it. And it's just, it's just going to be breaking that last little piece. Yeah. Okay. No, I, for me, both points hidden that too. It's just that I think what sealed it for me was that I, I always forget and remember that the Clone Wars flashbacks were a thing. Yeah. And that whole, mm. that world between worlds fight was a thing. That was so good. And so there's always some scenes you go back to a series to watch for. What kept me going back to Clone Wars all the time? Mandalore, Ahsoka versus Maul, like all those things. And mm-hmm. or... I've got the speech on replay almost every week. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Yeah. through. Like I've got Rebels. There's a few things. Even the Vader scenes from Rebels, I go back and watch a bunch. Like even some of the Tarkin ones. Like this one's gonna have the Anakin flashbacks and Red Saber, true form Vader. Is mm. what I'm calling that. If you know, Soul's boss has to come up, right? And you see, like, oh yeah, <laughs> Darth Vader. It's like, yeah. oh no true form Vader, yeah. like get ready like all all yeah, that shit if it was a dark souls thing it would be uh, it would be lord vader the unbroken sith <laughs> yes yes the unbroken oh fuck yeah me. unwinnable fight it'd just be unwinnable um but things like that that keep you coming back to the series and i think i've yet to have one that doesn't i won't lie there's some things in episode seven i go back and watch uh there's some mm. things in episode nine i go back and watch eight had one um <laughs> but that's you know because it was just swag oh. um, <laughs> but like I, I love the fact that every bit of star wars will have that something for everybody and you know from everything that we've mentioned today if maybe those weren't your reasons for watching it or coming back to it but find one find one because the longer we keep this passion for this series and everything alive the more people like Filoni and i generations who follow them will feel inspired to do more things like visions and everything like that to show why they love the hell do a visions episode on a complete flashback somebody meditating doing like grogu 100 years in the future flashback <laughs> you know something mm. it's star wars what if yeah yeah it's i hate when a series ends because then we just have to sit 
and just wonder and wait. And so to just keep these thoughts in mind where, yeah, next time you go back and watch something, what if? Yeah. Keep pushing for that what if. And maybe in the interim, we do get a team working on a what if animation series maybe would be great. Mm -hmm. Um, Until then, what do we have next to look forward to? Skeleton crew, yeah. In 2024? Um, Jude Law still on that? Yes, he's the main the main one of the main okay. characters. It's like it's like a Stranger Things in space. I heard. Um, cool. And oh, okay. It's like I think a, a crew of kids gets lost with this guy out in like the wild space, or something. Oh. Something. It's like that. Um, Are they gonna play Edge of the Empire instead of TNT? <laughs> or maybe, maybe <laughs> they get lost in the galaxy far, far, far away, and <laughs> they bring them back. Who knows? But uh, we have a whole bunch of books to do, too. So I think we're going to be doing Thrawn Ascendancy Book 3. Mm. Right? Lesser Evil. Um, Lesser Evil. Which will be really good. Kind of just cap off the Ahsoka series. Mm-hmm. With that being said, guys, let's get into the outro. All right. We're going to get into our voice of the fans. We do have a voicemail that I forgot to add into the, one of the last episodes here. And <laughs> I apologize for that, RFB. You, uh, you sent in a voicemail and I just missed it in our inbox. So... Let me play that now. Dan, Ed, Noma, Royal Farm Boy. Just fit, sitting here Monday afternoon going through Yun's Part 5 Deep Dive Breakdown Review. Having a lot of fun with it. And a couple thoughts. I'm going to try and keep this short. Um, when you're taking a look at where Ahsoka was when she went into the world between worlds and the, the Clone Wars visions, there were three dis- separate battles that were shown that she took part in. And Yin's got the middle one, and Ryloth and Mandalore. The first 30 or 45 seconds of it, when I remember somebody brought, I think it was Ed mentioned, seeing she only had the one lightsaber. That was 14-year-old Ahsoka with Anakin on Teth from the Clone Wars film. Um, let's see. Some My opinion of what, I like the, Yin's, Yin's got into it for a little while trying to figure out what the lessons and whatnot were. Um... Now, to me, in my opinion, because I, I brought this up with my friend Jeff, who, if you didn't know, I'm a co-pilot on the Star Wars podcast now. I have been since the end of June. And he was sitting thinking about looking for a co-host. And I said, hey, me. So since June, you have my Star Wars stories up there and everything after. We covered what it was like going to see the films when we saw them in theaters for the first time. It's all there. But anyways, my opinion of what... Uh, Anakin taught her is he, he got her to let go of all the hurt and baggage that she was carrying from just like we've seen on Ryloth. She lost most of her battalion and it was her fault and they paid for it. And also her walking away from him when she left the Jedi Order. She was carrying all this around for, for years and he got her to let it go. And that's what how she slowly became what we see as Ahsoka the White. And I ain't greatly sure right what that means because I ain't schooled in Lord of the Rings by choice. That's me. Not my kind of fantasy. Um, also, just seen holy shit, your part six review just dropped. So guess what? You're going to work with me tomorrow. All three of you. Um, was going to save this for a separate, but I'll bring this up now. Is a thing that I noticed, and I'm not throwing any kind of shade or whatnot at Lucasfilm or anybody, but if you take a look at the the Chimera when we first see it come into the Night Sisters Temple, when it left Lothal, it was a Class One ISD. There's two different classes, a one and a two. I'm that kind of nerd. Because you can see right between the deflector, deflector shield domes on an, a one class, there's um, 
A tractor beam targeting array, it looks like an X. And on a two class, there's a comms tower, which looks just like a straight horizontal bar. So when it left Lothal, it was a class one. And now it's on Peridia and it's a class two. How'd that happen? Not that looking for any answers, just something that I noticed that was weird. But then Star Wars is best when it's weird. So that's what I got for now, boys. And looking forward to hearing your part six deep dive and then getting to seven and eight. And as I'm listening, keep sending you my thoughts. Until then, boys, may the force be with you. Love all three of you. See you on the radio. All right. Thank you so much, RFB, for that voicemail. There's a few things in there. You guys want to mm-hmm. say anything about it? Um, I mean, first off, welcome. Now that uh, we know that you're uh, co-piloting your own podcast. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a couple of things that, uh, that you pointed out that one that I, I, I laughed at when I was listening was um, you saying, oh, yeah, I'm that kind of nerd, the difference between an Imperial Star Destroyer 1 and 2. And I was like, oh, yeah, I know that as well. Um, but that's because, uh, you know, the, the Star Wars Armada game that I play, um, it has that. If you buy the, the Imperial Star Destroyer, you get the Class 1 and the Class 2. But since the model's the same, it's only the card that's different. So I didn't realize there were visual differences um, between the two. So that was really cool. Um, yeah, just kind of rounding up my thoughts for that as well with Teth. Um, that was that was nice to know because I I don't know why, and maybe it's maybe I'm just remembering the TV series instead. But I always assumed in the movie they were on Christophsis, um, or maybe that's where they start the movie, and that's where that. Now that I think about it, it's probably where they start the movie. Yeah. Um, that first battle with Anakin and Obi Wan, and then they moved to Teth. For some reason in my head, um, I thought they were always on that planet, but um, that might also just be because I've only seen it once. Um, the only thing I can remember from that movie is weird Dooku in the middle of the desert laughing yeah. with no transport. <laughs> and it's just like, what, what, why? Yeah. <laughs> it kind of overshadows like, everything else for me, but that was, it was a good point. Yeah. Like, and and that's very similar for me between uh, Stinky the Hut and Sky Guy. I was like, I don't, <laughs> I don't need to come back and watch this movie again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So that was super cool. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, there's some really good points there. Oh, and, and the last thing was that with the lesson as well, because, yeah, I um, I don't know about with, with you guys, but going back and watching it, um, I did come away with kind of a similar takeaway uh, on, I think, the second viewing, um, where it was, it was very much Anakin saying, like, live in the present or die in the past. Um, because there there's all that, you know, uh, like RFB was saying, the the weight i think especially of um ahsoka believing that if she had stayed she might have been able to prevent anakin's fall um and everything that happened from there especially when she uh tells him like you're greater than any of us uh, ever expected and you were more uh more destructive as well than any of us could have ever seen um i feel like that was that was a lot of her saying like i blame myself for not stopping you from doing all of this and Anakin basically saying, you couldn't have. Um, don't hold it against yourself. This was my decision. It's not your fault that this happened. Um, yeah, those are those are basically my thoughts with uh, with uh, that stuff. Jedi Master Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I pretty much... I'm glad to see somebody else was seeing this. Like, yeah, just live. Just live. We'll bring up one up again. That's everything I took from it. Was what he said. It was just, mm, yep. Yeah, live. Stop carrying everything. Just live. 
be who you need to be because we said it it's like you see how Ahsoka's demeanor changes and everything after that experience where she is just her like she's not trying to be someone else she's not trying to be a model of what she thinks she needs to be she's just being like that mm-hmm. was like that I still hold that interpretation and it's just gratifying to hear other people getting to that conclusion as well so I'm not going crazy or anything or seeing too many different things so thank you <laughs> for <laughs> backing that up pretty much yeah no I just wanted to say congratulations on joining up on a po- Star Wars podcast it's always fun to talk Star Wars with people and when you can find a good crew that uh, you can do that on a regular basis it definitely does help um, I do want to say uh, that I did not realize that that was Teth either Looking back at the the clips of Ahsoka with the the headpiece that she has on, the one on Teth, you're right, it is that one. And then you can also see when she gets to like Mandalore, it changes and she looks a little older. Um, and she has the two lightsabers like as well. She got a gift from Bo-Katan. Really. Yeah, exactly right. right? <laughs> um, but no, it's some stuff that we really appreciate from from fans uh, letting us know things that we missed. Right, we think that we have a lot of idea of what's going on, and sometimes we miss stuff. And uh, it does add perspective into the podcast and allows other people to kind of voice their their fandom as well. So thank you so much, RFB, and congratulations on joining a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, let us know what the name of the podcast is so we can let our listeners know uh, where to find that too if they want to listen to it. And with that said, guys, let's continue the outro. Welcome to the outro of the podcast. Thank you so much for everybody who listened to this episode and all the episodes of Ahsoka. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, um, like going back to when we had three-hour episodes and we covered a book and a comic series at the same time and the news all in one episode uh, on a weekly basis, um, (laughs) we thank you so much for bearing with us and trying to figure out how how we're going to have this podcast make it a little bit easier for people to, to have. So... In this hour and a half podcast, thank you from the bottom of our hearts for the support for these last five years and entering our giveaway for those winners. Congratulations. We do have a way that you can get in contact with us to do it for future episodes. So if you want to let us know what you thought of this Ahsoka series in total or just this episode, Ed will let you know how to do that. Absolutely. For your pleasure and convenience at this point. Now, I guess I don't know why I said pleasure. I think, I think we're going to take that one again. <laughs> for your pleasure and convenience. For your convenience, yes. We'll repeat it again, but you can contact us and you can find all this information over at voiceoftheforce.com. Through email, we are connect at voiceoftheforce.com. That is C-O-N-N-E-C-T, connect at voiceoftheforce.com. Social media, we are on Twitter, Instagram, and threads. We are at voiceforcepod. So anything that we post, if you retweet it, if you repost it, could be anything from hey we're we're on Twitter on Twitch right now or you know this what did you make of this scene anything really you retweet does help with growing the listener base it's very much appreciated anything that you do share can be found that much easier by somebody else just from a little repost again we really appreciate it we've been appreciating it these last five years and we'll continue to do so please listen rate review follow and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts. SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and wherever you do get your podcasts from. Any reviews that you leave could be five stars. would be amazing. Five stars for five years, yeah. And a comment with visibility, it will help with visibility, you know? We really, really do appreciate that as well. 
like Noma said earlier, we are on Twitch. We are twitch.tv slash voiceforcegaming. Right now, we have our set schedule of Tuesday and Friday that may expand in the future. But for now, be aware of those days. When it is Tuesday or Friday, look out for our Instagram post to tell you that we are going live at certain times, anywhere between 5 and 8 p.m. Please, please subscribe for the latest episode as soon as it releases. Thank you, Ed and Noma. And remember, watch out for Noma's bikini streams. What? Hey, Which, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm tuning in. in. <laughs> I'm tuning in, but I'm, no. I'm going to be confused. No, 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 no. Nobody, no, wants, no, nobody wants to see that. Nobody wants to see that. I can't believe those things are a thing. I just can't believe it. But it is. Isn't that a thing? <laughs>